0: Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Cassie, and this is Full Scream Ahead, your spooky road Road trip trip bucket bucket list. (laughs) Look at that in unison. Good job! Go us.
1: Okay, so yesterday at
0: work, somebody had mentioned koalas and I don't know why oh no I do one of my coworkers she saw some TikTok about how a a lady had a a possum for a pet and I was like that's I I mean they're kind of cute like not American ones but like ones in the UK are adorable (laughs) but even the American ones like they're cute in like a goblin sort of way you know Um, and she was like no I don't really like that but I don't like any kind of animals like that like as a pet like I wouldn't want like a rat or anything like that I was like I want a skunk you can remove their scent glands so that way they don't have the spray anymore and then you can just have a pet skunk the cutest they're so cute but anyway so cute. and I was I was like talking to her about that and she's my like yeah my group chat
1: has just evolved into me and my one friend sending memes of raccoons to each other now I, I support that <laughs> raccoons, it's incredible um
0: And she was like, yeah, no, I don't really like it. And I was like, oh, so you don't like marsupials is what you're saying. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. I don't know what that means, but I guess so. And I was like, great, you don't like marsupials, so never get a koala for a pet. She's like, oh, but they're so cute. I was like, koalas are the fucking worst, Victoria. And let me tell you why. (laughs) Every single Victoria has herpes or chlamydia. I can't remember. I think it's chlamydia. Every single koala has chlamydia. I
1: forgot. I feel like I
0: blocked that out. They can eat like six species of eucalyptus. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not common. And so koalas will just eat the wrong species of eucalyptus and get themselves sick. Eucalyptus has almost no nutritional value. So they have to have to eat an absurd amount of eucalyptus to have any sort of like I don't know, like, sustaining of their body functions. They have the smallest brain-to-body ratio of any mammal. How have they survived this long? Their brains are the size of walnuts. They constantly injure each other and attack each other while they're mating. They don't have, like, a cute little, like... Like, bears have, like, their their roars that are, like, it's a little bit terrifying, but it's also kind of a cute noise. Koalas just screech. They screech. They're horrifying. They're the worst little diseased riddled goblin animals, and they lure you in with their cuteness, and they're too dumb to know any better, so they just kill each other and eat shit that's not good for them. But somehow, they've managed to survive and evolve to only be able to eat, like, six types of eucalyptus, and I don't understand how in the evolutionary chain they're still here, and we think they're so cute, and we make stuffed animals of them, but they're just little gremlin bears and they're so cute but they make me so mad how have they survived i don't know but there's and my koala rant yeah welcome to the pod <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're starting today <laughs> oh, hey i said no. i could get here at 10 and here we are it's ten o two. oh yeah it worked out <laughs> oh do you remember that present i said i was gonna get you um for a housewarming present oh yeah that never happened Um, so what had happened was, (laughs) um, my, one of my, one of the managers at my job, his wife makes resin art Okay. and I was checking out her Facebook page and there was this really cool phases of the moon, like, I don't know, set, like they were all connected with a string and it was a phases of the moon. They went down in a line they were glow in the dark and they were green. And I was like, boss dude, this is super cool. Can you ask your lady if she can make it in glow in the dark pink? Tell me if that's a thing that she can do. And he's like, yeah, that's a thing that she can do. I was like, great. So she orders the stuff for it. She has the stuff for it. She hasn't made resin since then. Um, And I keep asking him. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, boss dude, does your wife have, like, a time frame for me? Did you pay him at all? Well, so it's $20 is what she would charge for the set. And I'm over here like, I will give her $60 if she'll just fucking make it. (laughs) Like... I don't want to order it off Etsy. I want to support your wife and her small business. To be fair, she has had a major health concern in the past year um, where it was a cancer scare. Um, And so, like, that took several months of her attention. Um, So, like, the biggest of grains of salt. That was, like, five months ago. I'm like, boss dude's wife. I really really just want this to be done before emily moves (laughs) since it was supposed to be an apartment warming present and now i'm leaving in a month and and now it will be an apartment vacating present and that's not the vibe i'm going for so i need you to know it was real there was a real attempt i didn't make up a present that i was going to get you and then not get you i kept forgetting about it there were manufacturer (laughs) difficulties with the present um I am it's gonna a go thought to, that counts. <laughs> no, I want the fucking thing. So I'm gonna go to work on Monday. and be like, hey boss dude, remember the thing that I was gonna pay your wife to do? Well, my friend moves in a month. Do you think in a month she could have it done? Thirty something days. Gimme what are the odds here? Please. What if I went and made it? What if she just taught me how to do it and I just made it? Just show me where the molds are at. I've watched enough TikToks. I I, I could probably learn. I have the, it can't be that hard, Gene. <laughs> me too. Where like I see something and I'm like, it can't be that difficult. And I do it. That's how I got into cross-stitch. And that is why I'm making a freaking like eight and a half by 12 golf cross-stitch. That's over... 20,000 stitches, I think, total. Um, It says it's going to take me 268 hours, which is 12.6 days, I'm pretty sure. And that's just of stitching. Wow. And it's golf. And (laughs) I hate golf. Oh, God. I hate golf so much. And I'm making it for a coworker for free because I was like, I want to make more things to cross stitch, but I don't need this many cross stitch things in my house. So, like, hi, coworker. You really like golf. Here's some cool golf patterns I found. Which one do you want me to make you? And I didn't realize how big this one was. And he was like, that one's really cool. Oh, no. Then I bought the pattern, and I saw 268 hours. I said, well, we're in it now. I spent seven bucks on this pattern. I can't quit. So then I went and bought 58 skeins of thread.
1: Oh, my God. That's a lot. Yeah. And it's golf, and I hate golf. I literally have a massive bucket in the other room of all my abandoned hobbies from the last couple of years. It's <laughs> this is, I am also one of those people, like, I could learn how to do that. Yeah, it's a problem. That's what's gonna stop me.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, Eri's brought you her toy to play with. I'm doing a thing. She said so please? I'm please, Mom? Doing doing Take your toy to her. She'll play with you. Hi, right, I'll play. Come here. It's anyway, Emily, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> Got distracted by cat. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, okay. So today. <laughs> This is a fun one. Uh, We're going to a ghost town with a scandalous backstory. I love that. And a curse. Okay. The curse that was accidentally manifested by a park ranger.
0: By a painter? A park ranger. Park ranger. Yes. He manifested a curse. Yes. Tell me more. Where, where is the thing?
1: So we're going to the Bodie ghost town in California. The Bony ghost Bodie. town. Bodie. <laughs> Bodie? Yes. B-O-D-Y. B-O-D-I-E.
0: B-O-D-I-E. Okay. I thought you said bony. And I was like, <laughs> interesting. So it's like a skeleton inside of a ghost thing. And they're just kind of like, whenever they like do a little dance, it's like a rattling bone. Technically, we're no? all
1: skeletons inside of ghosts.
0: <sighs> we are all skeletons inside of meat bags or alternatively we are all just one long tube surrounded by other bits oh i hate that <laughs> you're welcome from your mouth to your butt it's just all one tube you've got your intestines digestive tract all of it it's one tube. we are just one large worm Ew. you're welcome listeners and <laughs> emily so
1: Bodie, California. It's about seventy-five miles southeast of Lake Tahoe. Um, it's not too far from the California Nevada border. Um, I was trying to find something fun that wasn't my new neck of the woods, but I accidentally overshot by two hundred and sixty-five miles.
0: You know, it doesn't take that long to go two hundred sixty-five miles. We could just we could just go up there from your new neck of the woods.
1: I know. I Google mapped it, and I was like, it's literally an hour longer if I drove from Vegas. If I drove from my new home, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> So I tried, I tried. <laughs> so the ghost town was officially established the Bodie State Historic Park in 1962, and it still receives about two hundred thousand years, two hundred thousand visitors yearly. Um, the park is open year round, but because it's also in like a weird place, um, it's not very accessible for most of the year because they get a lot of snow. Snow, yeah. So you need to. It said on their website they suggested to ski there, which sounds like too, doing too damn much.
0: I want to learn how to snowboard. Or ski, so bad. But I know how prone to injury I am. I have never tried
1: either. Um, but also, I could probably count on my fingers the number of times I've been in snow, and I'm fine with that. I'm moving to the snow. That's, you are moving to the snow. It's gonna be great.
0: There's still like three feet of snow on the ground over there. Oh, they just like pile it up on the side of the roads and wait for it to melt melt in the <laughs> middle of spring.
1: The new town I'm moving in, the weather is very similar to Vegas, maybe about ten degrees cooler, but honestly
0: 10 degrees cooler is great (laughs) because 120 125 fuck that
1: i know especially when we were getting like a bunch of snow on our mountains and like rough weather like i every single time i would message my coworker who's already there and be like what's the weather like today (laughs) (laughs) it's not snowing right it's like i have lived here for 10 years and i have seen snow once (laughs) okay yeah that's not bad
0: (laughs) it's snowed several (laughs) times here this year like when i'm at work like it would start snowing outside and right. i would go playing on it and we had like hail like last week like was, it's april or it
1: was march I was Like why is it hailing so i want to start with uh, the history of the town so before the town was even founded in 1959 bless you i oh, was young <laughs> sorry i'm working through my coffee but it's not quite kicked in yet in 1859, William Bodie struck gold in the area and started a small mining camp. Um, unfortunately, Bodie would never actually see the town that was named after him Aww. because he died in a blizzard that November, traveling to Mono City for supplies. And the spelling of the town varies from the actual spelling of his last name. And it's all because of a typo. I love that. <laughs> so no one ever spell checked. Um, and one of the most like prominent first signs that they put up was for the stables that read Bodie stables with Bodie being spelled B-O-D-I and William Bodie's last name is spelled B-O-D-E-Y. That's funny. <laughs> I
0: mean, so it's, it, in theory, it doesn't matter because it's pronounced the same, but that's like people spelling my name with an E instead of just an I. And I'm like, it's less effort <laughs> to not have the E. Yes. That's what Bodie is saying from his grave. He's like, God damn it, you guys. He's like, it's one more letter. You could have gotten it right. You just take out. Uh, yeah. But so it should be B-O-D-E-Y. Yes. But not B-O-D-A-Y, which would be Bode. Bode. Which is for your butt. This is the butt a episode. Bidet? Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to make a butt joke again. <laughs> I, this is my bit for the episode as I just talk about butts. I guess well, I'm going to derail this as much as possible. Full, full respect to you and your research, but
1: I am bringing chaos today. That's, that's fair. <laughs> right. It's the blonde in me. That's fine. I've been wanting to cause chaos all week. Perfect. I made a comment about it the other day while I was hanging out. Cause while I was waiting for someone to come pick up some pallets, I had to stay late, like four and a half hours late one day. And I was so bored, so I went into my dad's office because he has one other girl who shares his office with him. And I watched Chopped with them for, like, a couple hours.
0: I mean, hey, if they and wanted to pick up the pallets, why not?
1: I made a comment about how all I wanted to do was cause chaos, and she just turned around and looked at my dad and goes, I wonder where that comes from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little obsessed with your dad's, office mate throwing shade at him
1: they've worked together for like 12 years via his
0: daughter <laughs> yeah i really love that for him and for you excuse me
1: so the town the now like small mining camp that turned into a town it wasn't particularly popular with the prospecting crowd quite yet because um, it was discovered on the same time as the comstock load that was in virginia city nevada mm-hmm. which wasn't that far away um, by night by why do i keep wanting to start with 19 by 1868 there were only two mining companies that had built mills at bodie and both of them had failed but in 1876 so we're now like almost 20 years past when bodie was actually there they finally discovered profitable gold bearing ore <laughs> so
0: dude dies in a blizzard 20 years later, they find money in the town that he founded for mining. Yes. So he was just really bad at finding gold. (laughs) Yes. Cool. Cool, 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 They
1: found just enough to set up shop and then... (laughs) And then tell me they never found gold again. (laughs) Well, (laughs) no, it stuck around for a while. Okay. But um, it is a ghost town now, so it wasn't that long. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So they discovered this profitable gold-bearing ore in 1876, and this started to transform it from an isolated mining camp with just a few prospectors, and it went into a full-on Wild West boomtown almost overnight. I truly wonder what it was like
0: back... Like, how easy was it to actually just, like, pack up and move I, I don't to know. a mining town? Because now it's like... Moving is so expensive. Oh my god. But I guess... It's expensive so ex- if you're bringing
1: all of your stuff, right? I was so excited about the bonus they gave me for my move next month, and then I actually started calculating the cost, and I was like, ooh, uh, Um Honestly, dude, just get rid of
0: a bunch of your stuff. Like, when I go to Minnesota, I'm getting ris- rid of most of my knickknacks. But my tchotchkes. I know, I know, but you can get new tchotchkes. Save the ones that are, like, important and, like, have a story. And like bring you
1: like my frame photo of Bella and Edward.
0: Yeah, that one. Um, (laughs) That one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like I just my plan is like, would I be sad if I never saw this again? Yes or no. And if the answer is no, then out it goes. Because like there's some shit that I've bought at like the dollar store over the years. I'm like, this is adorable and I want it to be on my shelf. But like, am I genuinely going to miss it? Probably not. Could I replace it easily? Probably. Fair. Could I find something higher quality that is more unique and p- perhaps handcrafted at a fair? Probably.
1: In reality, I'm probably going to keep a lot of my tchotchkes, but I would like to cut my closet by like a lot.
0: That's fair. When you do that, can I come over so I can chop?
1: yes um i feel like just my weight's fluctuated so much the last couple years like half my shit's too small and half my shit's too big Mm -hmm. i'll take everything that's too big for you that you don't want and it's like at this point i just want to go to ross and get some nice new office clothes anyway Mm -hmm. are you gonna be working in the office when you move
0: yeah and they have an
1: actual dress code so i can't just like Uh, show up in leggings and a hoodie and bedhead like i do now
0: um why actual dress code if no actual customer interaction i i don't know
1: Um, and then when my boss was in town and we had to go to like a local um, it was one of the HVAC shops and the whole time he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm wearing jeans like I should be here in my corporate clothes and I'm just standing there like in sweatpants and tennis shoes like wait what
0: (laughs) We were supposed to wear corporate clothes I could not they just gave us blue jean Fridays at my company see to
1: me things like blue jeans and underwear those are dress up office clothes In underwear? Do you know what, forget what I just said. (laughs) Scratch that. Let's
0: unpack that for a second. Underwear is dress up office clothes. What did you mean? What did you mean to say? Luggings? Are leggings what you meant?
1: yes sure <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what is happening listen the pandemic changed us all that's true <laughs> but like i don't like who am i tr- like what do, does wearing blue jeans affect my ability to do my job no right it does <sighs> they are paying for me to move to california to sit in an office and dress nice and remotely support people in vegas wearing jeans what make it make sense? It's extra funny because they're paying you to leave the place
0: where their clients are.
1: It's like there are so many. What if they just gave you
0: the raise and let you work remote? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, that would be amazing. Just like here. Like, we'll give you the raise as if you were moving, but you still get to stay in a state that has no income tax. Oh, my God. Yes. Because your raise is going to be taken up by income tax and higher rent. Oh, yep. Yay, moving. That's one thing I'm not excited about moving to Minnesota is because they have income tax as well. We have been so spoiled in Nevada. Ah uh, yeah, I literally don't know what it's like to pay income tax. And then they fucking tax us at the store again. Like I already paid tax on this money, you motherfuckers, and you're going to charge me tax again? Ugh. You tax me on my fucking death, dude. Like why? Ugh. I'm a person who supports taxes, but like fix the fucking potholes by my church. I go yep. to church now. Weird.
1: Yep, and I'm moving to California, so it'll probably be a little bit worse than Minnesota. It's bad. (laughs) Minnesota is at least fairly
0: good at their road construction. The joke is there's two seasons, road work and snow. (laughs) Um but they have to do so much road work because the road can deteriorate with all the salt and stuff. So they have to do constant oh, upkeep yeah. on it. But also, your car can get super rusted and you can have like panels being eaten away by rust because of all of the salt on the grounds. Oh, so it's sure. really important to make sure your car is clean. And I have several panels on my car that the paint, the protective coating on the paint is starting to peel off. So I need to get all of those panels painted before I move to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So I just painted my hood in both of my side view mirrors. And next is my front bumper. Interesting. I could just buy a new car, but I bought this car two years ago. So.
1: Right. Hold on to
0: it. <laughs> keep this car. It doesn't have four-wheel drive either, which I probably, I need for the snow. So it's like, anyway, we're not here to talk about my <laughs> Minnesota struggles. We're here to talk about an abandoned bone ghost town.
1: Right. Um, well, because we were raised in Nevada, I feel like this was a very core like part of our education. Um, but for everyone who was not like educated with all of the fine details of boomtowns as a child because
0: we i think you internalized a lot more about boomtowns than i did because i didn't know what the comstock load was until you told me about it really because i feel like that was brought up a lot where in school where so what school brought up the comstock load the most in like nevada history probably my elementary school yeah see not a not a single memory of elementary school besides mrs mince and mr o- Oven. Oven and Mrs. Mince is now called Miss Blumenthal, and I sometimes see her at the Smith Center because she has season tickets. And so twice I have shown up on the night that she was there with her season tickets, and I was like, "You taught me fifth grade between the years of two thousand four and two thousand five. You will not remember me."
1: So I feel like, especially like, but I want to say hi. I feel like, especially like the fourth grade, I got like a lot of like Nevada history. I don't remember that at all. But also, like, I don't remember any of the people. Like, I worked with a girl at the bookstore I worked at for, like, four or five years. It took us halfway through that to realize we were in the fourth grade together. That's really funny. <laughs> that makes and me And then happy. she's, like, giving me updates on all these people we went to school with in their lives. And I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, who is that? <laughs> I, so you remember the education
0: and not the classmates I'm the opposite and then I, remember I the classmates it later
1: on in life and now I'm just like oh shit <laughs> yeah
0: we had a customer at my store and she was a girl that I had recognized this is going to be a fake name but let's call her Jennifer okay. and Jennifer has a twin brother named fucking Jeremy Okay. Um, both fake names. But so I see this girl and I was like, oh, Jennifer, right? And she was like, oh, yeah. Hi, do I know you? And I was like, yeah, we never had a class together except for second grade. Uh, we had Miss Nita as the same teacher and you and your brother Jeremy were both in my class. And then we went to the same school until 10th grade when I had to switch schools. Um, but yeah, like I've known you since 2001. How are you? And she's like, uh, uh. And I was like, yeah, there's a Facebook group for a middle school reunion. Are you going to go? And she was like, oh, yeah, that, this Angela put it together, also a fake name. She's like, oh yeah, the one that Angela put together. And I was like, yeah, that one, I'll see you there. And then she laughed and I was like, I'm the problem. Oh no. It's me, I'm the problem, it's me. I couldn't stop myself from like being like, hi, I know you from 12 years ago when we were, how old was I in 2001? Seven. Mm -hmm. Imagine somebody just said that to you when you're minding your own fucking business in a store and an employee is just like, here's your entire life.
1: That happened once. Um, me and John were at a Starbucks in Albertsons, and the lady comes over and she goes, I know you. You used to shop here with your mom a lot when you were a child. And I was like, we did? <laughs> I have the opposite experience at
0: my Albertsons in the neighborhood I grew up in. Which a guy named Bob, who has worked there my entire life. Fake name. Um, he's worked there my entire life. And every single time I see him, I'm like, you were my mom's pharmacist. Aww. You have no idea who I am. But I grew up seeing you. All the goddamn time, and you're still here. <laughs> it tells me my neighborhood is still good. Aww, thanks, Bob.
1: Anyway, I was anyway. educating the, the masses for those um, nice of us yeah, who were. At our, <laughs> our, this
0: is a tangent episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, the right.
1: masses boomtowns. Uh, yes, I'm uh, blaming the full moon last night on the the full moon last night on the fact that I cannot apparently form a sentence or a thought. She's also blaming the fact that she's not currently wearing underwear as work clothes.
0: <laughs> she does have a shirt that says cool cats and kittens but i'm pretty sure she got it before the carol baskin thing i think it was after but it's like a walmart knockoff do you think it's supposed to be of carol baskin's cool cats and kittens or do you think I don't it's know like older walmart is that clever i don't think so but i, I think, did get it mid-pandemic
1: so i feel okay. like that
0: shirt's got to be older than carol baskin's hey cool cats and kittens on tiger king Maybe it was a Carol Baskin shirt before she was as famous as she is now for murdering her husband. Interesting. Didn't she they did find, it. allegedly? I don't, I don't know. Didn't I haven't heard any husband? updates on that recently. Anyway, boomtowns.
1: <laughs> so if this wasn't a core part of your education <laughs> as a child, um, if, like it wasn't for Cassie's apparently. Um, <laughs> Damn, let's she, talk called about, she called boom me Boomtowns. So a boomtown is typically characterized as an overnight expansion um, in both population and money. There's an opportunity for mining prospects, there's high-paying jobs, Um, they tend to attract people with a lot of amenities and other opportunities, and there's typically a lot of initial economic prosperity, but then there's also a lot of social disruption, as there's infrastructure that needs to be built for towns, and there's culture that needs to be, you know, developed. So this does to lead to a lot of general problems that boomtowns had was... Um, there's doctor shortages, there's not a lot of medical care, Mm -hmm. um, housing shortages, Yeah. no sewage disposal. Might make some big bucks. I mean, (laughs) yeah, and it's like, I guess the idea of the boomtown is like you go there for a
0: couple years, earn a bunch of money, and then move somewhere with all of your riches. So like the doctors who already have money probably aren't going to the boomtown.
1: Yeah. So they're typically extremely dependent on one single activity or resources that causes the boom. Um, But when that resource gets depleted, there's a burst And then they decrease in size a lot of times as fast as they grew. And then that's where we end up with a lot of ghost towns because everyone just kind of vacates. Mm -hmm.
0: And this is where we give you a slight economics lesson on bursting the bubble. (laughs) Same principle. We're not actually going to give an economics lesson. I don't understand money.
1: First, I'd have to learn economics. Yeah, hard pass so. on that, my guy. They also <laughs> did
0: not teach me that in school.
1: Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. A squared plus B squared equals C squared.
0: Oh, oh, this is my favorite one. It's, um, it's to the tune of, um, something but a monkey and a weasel. Pop goes weasel. That one. Um, it's X is equal to negative V plus or minus square root B squared, B squared over four AC No, b squared minus four ac all over Over two a. A. Oh, I
1: thought it was four. I thought it was two. Anyway, (laughs) but like,
0: why is that? X is equal to negative b plus or minus square root b squared minus four ac all over two
1: a. Yeah, but like, why? That's. I learned that in two thousand and eight. I took so much math in college for my degree, and I never learned about it again. I just I had to take a math final when
0: I had COVID. And I I had, like, delirious COVID. I couldn't get out of my bed. My entire body hurt. I couldn't take a deep breath, so all of my breaths were shallow. Eating food made me feel sick. Um, I could drink, like, three sips of water at a time. Um, Showering made my head hurt because it was too loud. Um, So I basically just laid down for two weeks straight. Same. um, And then I had to take a math exam. Oh, God. I was not a fun person to be around. Um, Oh, my God. Poor Jacob. I got an A. Nice. It was not my proudest moment. I'm continue. We're gonna we're gonna leave our economics lesson and go back to boom towns. So. so there needs to be something to draw people to the town, and then eventually, when that resource or whatever it is is all used up, people leave the town just as fast, if not faster, than they came to it, because there's no longer a way for them to make money, and that's how we get abandoned towns.
1: Yep. So this is basically what happened to Bodhi. So let's go back to focusing on Bodhi. So in 1879, which was just three years after, you know, the big gold discovery, they had a population of between 7,000 to 10,000 people. In the town? And about 2,000 buildings. That's huge. Yes. I mean, huge for like a boom town. And three years.
0: Yeah. And so it really went boom. I'm like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that I'm means. leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. I need you to edit in the sound of a door closing right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's the boom. That was the door. That's the boom. Okay. Um, It went boom. (laughs) Oh my god. Incredible. (laughs) 10 out of 10.
1: So so some interesting standout things about Bodie. Along its main street, which is about a mile long, there were 65 saloons, multiple opium dens. Very common activities were murders, shootouts, cool. brawls, stagecoach <laughs> stage holdups. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all day-to-day activities. You're just so bored, you just need to fight someone. Yep. It was so common, like... People pretty much expected at least one person to get murdered, like, every day. No, thank you. I
0: mean, one person gets murdered every day here, too.
1: I mean, that's probably but true. But we don't but have a
0: s- 7,000 people population. Yeah. We've got a 700,000 population.
1: They were in
0: 700,000 people is a lot of people.
1: Um, but Bodie also had some amenities of larger towns, which a lot of boom towns didn't have. So they had a Wells Fargo bank. And they had some volunteer Wait, fire companies. they had... In what year 1879 when did well i saw a tiktok
0: this is related i saw tiktok and she was like how is nobody going to tell me that mammoths existed at the same time they were building the pyramids
1: wells fargo was founded in 1852
0: so like i hear that and i'm like okay so it's old (laughs) but like it's gold rush old yes which feels so much older so like mammoths feel so much older than pyramids but they were the same time oh did you know that time is so weird? It means it means nothing to me. I, my con its a—it's a symptom of ADHD—is time blindness. It means nothing to me in context of the universe. Yeah. Like how? What I think Cleopatra was alive like eight hundred years before the pyramids, which means she was alive before woolly mammoths were a thing.
1: Was like, it? And we're Am still Frank checking. And
0: Martin Luther King who had the same birthday. And Rosa Parks died in two thousand five, so Rosa Parks knew who Britney Spears was. Yes, which is like a really weird, mind-boggling thing to think um beheading became beheading a monarch became illegal in france in the 1980s damn they were guillotining guillotining people bring in it the back. 1960s bring it back they tried to raise france's fucking retirement age up like 10 years burning shit in the streets the entire city of paris is shut down tourists just watching the locals throw shit on fire Bring like it you're not back. you're not Bring you're not gonna make us work longer. Like we do enough. Like you wanna fuck with us, we'll take your head off. We don't care if it's illegal or not. Like that's what France is saying. Damn. And I'm like, we gotta protest like France. France is gonna get whatever the fuck they want. Cause I'll burn that shit down. Like government, you're not working for us anymore. You don't have a place to govern anymore. Try me. That's
1: chaotic and i
0: support it yeah anyway back to (laughs) boomtowns i'm so deranged this episode i'm so sorry emily
1: so yeah so they had a wells fargo bank they had volunteer fire companies there was a brass band that was stationed there Um, what do you think banks were like there was a miners and a mechanics union i don't know Give me your that has, sack of gold and I'll lock it's it in gotta, bathroom. Yeah, it's
0: got to be like all like handwritten stuff and like actual locks and actual money because obviously computers weren't a thing yet. Yeah. Wild. 200 years, a lot can change.
1: For sure. It's wild. Um, they also had a Chinatown district and um, the first and one of only three of the churches that ever existed in the town was the Taoist temple. A what temple? Taoist. I don't know what that means. T-A-O? Yeah. Okay. Is that a religion? Now I have to look it up, because I did, and then it immediately, like, left my brain, and I didn't write it down. Taoism, or Taoism, refers to a set of Chinese traditions and religions to emphasize living in harmony with the Tao. Oh, Tao is defined as a source of everything um, and the ultimate principle of underlying reality. Okay. And that was their first religious building there. They only ever had three, but that was the first one.
0: Taoism holds that humans and animals should live in balance with the Tao or the universe.
1: Cool. But then... Because it is a boomtown, as quickly as it appeared, in 1880, Bodie started to show its first signs of decline. Uh, miners were hearing about new boomtowns in Montana, and Arizona, and Utah, and mm-hmm. were starting to pack up their shit and leave. But Bodie still produced $3.1 million from the mines in 1881, and that is modern day conversion. I don't know what it was back then. Okay, but that's Bodie the town, not Bodie the dude, because he's dead in
0: a blizzard. Yes. Cool. It's- I mean, not cool. <laughs> RIP to him and his family, I guess, because they're probably dead now, too. I I guess. (laughs) What? Ah. Give me just a moment while I reevaluate my life choices. (laughs) I think what it is is the Ritalin and the caffeine are kicking in together. Because I haven't yawned in a while, (laughs) but my brain is going zoom.
1: So, then Bodhi started to run into a problem because if you want to build new buildings and maintain your infrastructure, you kind of need, like, something to build it with. <laughs> like tools. Or, like, wood. Yeah. And they're in the middle of the desert. Yeah. So, that's um, not exactly an abundant resource. There's, like, branches. I guess. On bushels. but on um, tumbleweeds. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Dirt. But there's not, like, trees to chop down.
1: Yeah. It's so, not that kind of desert. Yep. In 1881, um, there was a narrow gauge railroad that was built called the Bodie Railway, Bodie Railway and Lumber Company, which brought lumber to the Who's town.
0: Naming all of these things after the town still like the guy's dead. The guy name never it after even your, saw the town get founded. Name it after your own family, like whoever's like starting this company. Like take some credit.
1: I I, I don't understand it. Maybe it's the ghost of Bodhi, like, do it. I love that. Bodhi's actually just possessed. He's in the background doing the Shia LaBeouf, just do Do
0: it. it! (laughs) Alternatively, Bodhi is just possessing people to get shit done the entire time. And so, like, I don't know, like, Franklin Foxtrot or whatever fucking founder's name is of this (laughs) thing. Uh, He just, like, wakes up one day, has no memory of starting this business. But he's like, I I got money now. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Cool. And the ghost of Bodhi is like, you're welcome.
1: Sometimes I wish a demon would just possess me for a couple years.
0: I would love to take a nap for two years. Please. I don't want to, like, not be alive. I just want to take a nap for that long and then wake up and then things are different.
1: Demon, take the wheel. (laughs) Take it from (laughs) the wind.
0: You're going to have to level that out. I'm sorry, dude. (laughs) So. Can we play that? We can't. It's copyrighted. We can't do that. What? Play Jesus Take the Wheel,
1: but make a demon take the wheel. (laughs) As long as you make it just different enough. We all learned that from Taylor Swift this year. So they're building this railroad company, but unfortunately this railroad company was not very well liked by the townspeople. Um there was still a significant number of people who were unemployed in town because there really wasn't much to do if you didn't work at a saloon or work at a mine. Or and if you in- worked at a mine, you spent all your money at the saloon. Yes. There were sixty five saloons in town. <laughs> oh, did you miss that when I said earlier that their main street had sixty-five saloons? I think I did miss that. <laughs> can we go back to that part really quick yeah so their main street had 65 saloons and multiple opium dens you know what i focused in in my brain i didn't say this one out loud
0: but i heard the phrase opium den and that's the only thing i thought about for the next 10 seconds um because i was like what is an opium den like like how does it function and like what would be today's equivalent could there be a today's equivalent? What drug would give people the same effect as opium but is not yet illegal cannabis and you provide? I have never been to one, but I would love to go. But also, I think ha- they just became legal not how that do long you, ago. How do you get there? I don't know. I don't know. Want to take an Uber there and then take an Uber home. That sounds exhausting.
1: Also, TMTM, this is my um, invention, but me and my coworker were talking about how we're going to start a new business where it's a cannabis lounge. But instead of, you know everything is classy and sexy and you know luxury it's you're just gonna go make art there's just the canvases and paint yeah i would go now (laughs) so it's like it's like
0: a wine and paint night but with
1: weed yes (laughs) that's the cannabis lounge i want to see in the world i mean it's a pretty good idea you'd have to do it in like a we're gonna call it pot stickers stop that's so good
0: (laughs) It has to be in like a slightly sketchy part of town.
1: You can't do that at like downtown Summerlin. No. (laughs) It's gotta be like near the Meadows Mall. Come on down to pot stickers when I create it. Maybe I will build it in The Sims later since I I have that mod. It's gonna be really hard to like
0: No, I have the the mod where you
1: can grow cannabis.
0: Well, no. I mean, having the business called
1: Pot Stickers,
0: like when you're trying to do like algorithm stuff for like Google and like good like search keywords and stuff, if you just search Pot Stickers Las Vegas, it's gonna be very hard to be the first search result. So, if you did like Pot slickers instead,
1: but you go, you make stickers too. Like we want stickers to be a part of it. Put your art on a sticker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, because, okay, so when I went on my business trip to um, a town in California last month, we saw a restaurant that was just called Potstickers. So then I was like, what if it did not serve Potstickers? <laughs> <laughs> Would you serve Potstickers? no food that's a different license
0: oh okay okay got it you're, wait you're gonna have a place where people can get high and you're not gonna have munchies oh man you gotta at least like have like chips for sale like pre-packaged shit I yeah so to. that way you don't have to have like a kitchen that meets like a health standard or something you just Ugh. sell packaged food i can't deal with the health department anymore i'm so sorry that's understandable you did do a lot of that at the place that we will not speak of yes but yeah just sell like pre wrap, pre-packaged snacks or like food allowed
1: no peanuts it's too Fair. common of an allergy that's true that's true Anyway, um, where was I? <laughs> I'm the worst. All right, the unemployment. Um, yeah, so people weren't really happy with this railroad because there were still a lot of uh, unemployed people in town. And unfortunately, when <sighs> to avoid things like um, fair wages and like treating your workers right, instead of hiring the unemployed people from the town, they hired cheap Chinese labor. Cool so they weren't treating their
0: people right yeah so it's not like we're gonna do this that's gonna boost the economy of the town and give you spending money it was we're gonna make this as cheap as possible with probably inhumane work conditions yes love that for them Mm -hmm. capitalism
1: so this was in 1881 but then by 19 I i just wanted to see how long i could go before you left i did it continue by 1914, um, mining profits were at an all-time <laughs> low at only six thousand eight hundred and twenty-one dollars. Okay, which is a significant drop from the three point one million like thirty years earlier. Yeah, that's pretty rough. And then in 1915, there were already newspapers in California debating if Bodie was considered a ghost town yet, because at this point, only hundred and twenty people still live there. Oh, it's a ghost town for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, can in- you imagine living in a town with hundred and twenty people? Oh my God, I can't. I want to know how many employees there are at my store because there's got to be at least half of that. Oh, man. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of places here that are uh... a lot of like small towns like up on the way to Reno. You're probably going to go through towns like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. The only
1: thing that you have to do in towns like that is like drink beer and have babies. See, because I feel like I'm already moving to a pretty small town and it has a population of 200,000.
0: That is pretty small for us, but we're we have like a very skewed sense yeah. of what a normal sized like city or town is. Yeah. I am a little bit bummed moving to the Twin Cities because there's more people in the Twin Cities than there are in Vegas because it's two really? cities. Well, it's oh, two cities. See, yeah. um, so that together they have a higher population than Vegas, but they have all of these like little suburbs surrounding the Twin Cities. So like all of the suburbs have like 12,000 people, 10,000 people. So it's like I have my 10,000 neighbors that live in my little suburb. So it'd be like if Summerlin was its own city, if Spring Isn't Valley. Technically- no. Summerlin is still technically las vegas it's just like they just want to be yeah well i mean spring valley is the same way like so like it says like entering the city of spring valley on like spring mountain and rainbow there's like a sign that says that but it's still las vegas that's fair um you don't get new cities until you head out to henderson and anthem but even Centennial, like, is basically its own little city, but it's still
1: Las Vegas. That's true. Like the North Las Vegas is a whole separate city. <laughs> yes, that is. But, like, it's just We're funny. not confusing at all.
0: It's just weird that, like, Centennial and Spring Valley and Paradise and um, Charleston Heights, like, all of these different suburbs of the Las Vegas area don't have their own city names. Because I feel like our school district boundaries would probably be, like, less fucked.
1: I remember... Um this was, like, near towards the end of the pandemic when I was filing for, like, housing assistance. They said it was only available to people, like, in Incorporated Las Vegas. And we looked up the map, it's basically, like, the Strip. I was, like, I lived in Paradise. I lived by the airport, which I would be, like, we're, like, two miles away from the Strip. Like, yeah. there's no way. And then they said, unfortunately, according to our map, you are not in Incorporated Las Vegas. You do not apply for this grant. Hmm. But Who lives there? I do
0: i don't know houses down that way have to be super expensive if they're right next to the strip like even the super ghetto ones have to be
1: yeah fairly pricey right yeah because i had that apartment it was actually it was um yeah it was by the airport
0: that was when you lived down the street from me when i lived yeah. with my old roommate
1: yeah yeah i forgot we lived down the street from each other we did and we still didn't see each other i think right i saw around. you like twice yeah it was just <laughs> weird weird time but yeah it's it's weird So after all that drama over the railroad tracks, um, by 1917, the railway was abandoned, and all of the iron was scrapped. So it lasted a good twenty years. <laughs> yeah, not great. How far did the railroad go? Um, not that far. I think it just went to a couple of those small towns. Okay, in that so area. it's not like it was for like long haul transportation. Or yeah, anything. it was just basically to get, get lumber wood and
0: to yeah area which now feels like a futile
1: waste effort because there's no more town there so my next bullet is both um entertaining but also sad don't worry that's okay, i, I, I have pictures of, of this child oh and I'm no gonna share on i can't Instagram. make jokes hold on no wait so in june of 1932 i'm gonna say tragedy some shit that's struck get me the canceled. town when there was a two and a half year old child and we now only know him as bodie bill um played with matches that his father had accidentally started a fire. The fire wiped out 90% of the town. There is only of the 2000 buildings there is only 110 buildings left. Jesus, because of Bodie one child Bill was just like, "Let's play with fire." Where as far were, as I know, everyone's okay. I haven't found anything to say that they weren't. Where were Bodie Bill's parents? Not there. Not there. <laughs> how do you How do you burn down 1900 houses? high elevation hot dry climate sheer willpower
0: how close were the houses that the fire was able to jump that much i don't know i mean i guess the buildings probably
1: were fairly tight maybe bill was more chaotic than we know
0: maybe maybe it was all planned (laughs) he's known as brody bill Bodie? Bodie bill that's a terrible name
1: (laughs) that's just what the caption on the photo of him full full
0: offense to anybody
1: named Bodie bill out there full offense (laughs) intended I don't know if that was his actual name um, is what they called him, but that's because uh, we have pictures of him and that's what the caption says. And, on what, all of them. and this was in
0: 1917. Yes. He burnt the whole town down. Yeah. Well, then it had to become a ghost town because the fuck are they going to do with 100 buildings? Yeah.
1: Yep. So, I mean, there was wow. already hardly anyone there.
0: I hope his name was Bodie. And so he's like, I burnt down my town. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I like, burnt down this town I'm named after and I'll do it again. Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> We're only 265 miles away. <laughs> What a legacy. Oh, my God. If I'm going to be famous for one thing, it's going to be for burning down a town and not hurting anyone. Right. That's great. <laughs> Honestly, goals. So in
1: 1942, um, due to the War Production Board um, of World War II, um, all mining operations were shut down if they were considered non-essential. So Bodie Bush shut down and never came back. Mm-hmm. No one ever started mining there again. And at this point... I. Think there's like less than 10 people who actually live there. People still live there? Barely. What um there was a, a family called the Kane family who did end up purchasing the town. Um, but then in the nineteen forties there there was a threat of vandalism. Um people were taking very good care of the town. Um, so they hired a caretaker to protect the town and maintain its structures, and then the town's population ended up being one third caretakers. There was one caretaker. There was three people who lived there. Three. Three people, and that was when? In the 1940s. Okay. And then once those three residents were gone, no one has lived in the town since, and it has just stayed stuck in time, preserved, never taken down. And now it's a historic park. Yes.
0: It's so funny to me, because these buildings really are just in the middle of the fucking desert. Like, why did, like, people really thought, like, this this is where I'm going to live. (laughs) <laughs> now there's no natural water resource to be found anywhere that's drinkable <laughs> we'll drink the gold this seems like a great place to settle down i'm looking at pictures of it it does look like
1: like there's even some houses that were just left so quickly like there's a house that still has a sink full of dishes that need to be washed i wonder how bad they smell oh my god it's been like a hundred years i'm hoping the sun has like killed anything all the bacteria living so you remember earlier when i said that this town was cursed Yeah.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. He manifested a
1: curse. Yes. I forgot about that bit. What was the manifestation of the curse? So if you go to the official website on parks.ca.gov, you'll notice that in big, bold, and underlined letters, there is nothing that is allowed to be taken out of the park. You are not allowed to take any trinkets. You are not allowed to take any rocks. You are not allowed to take anything away from this park. They want it to stay preserved. Mm-hmm. They want people to show up and be able to be like, hey, look, there are those dishes.
0: It does <laughs> look like
1: like there's just like a full dining set on this table. Exactly. People just walked away. They didn't mm-hmm. even take their stuff. So since the state had banned visitors from taking souvenirs, because they, they wanted to keep this preserved image, they wanted future generations to see what life was like. But now they keep getting anonymous letters that are sent to the park. And almost all of them contain, like, things that were stolen from the park, like little trinkets and rocks. Um, what? One of them says, Dear Bodhi, I'm sorry I took this piece of metal from the town. I thought it was all a joke, but it wasn't at all. Things are happening that are very hard to explain. So if you steal from the town, spooky shit
0: happens to you so bad that you mail it back. Yes. And address the letter to a dead guy. Yes i love
1: this the curse is said to affect all of the town including the rocks the dirt but it's not the result of the shooting or the violence or all the wild or the fires um, the park rangers created this curse how <laughs> so the rangers at the park while giving their tours started telling visitors to keep them from taking stuff but they made up a curse Okay. And said if you took things away, you'd be cursed. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, so many people believe this. It started to become a real thing. <laughs> so there's an article that uh, one of the. Um, people who works in the park her name is katherine jones she did an article where she talked a lot about the things that get mailed back to them um she said that bodie it's a giant outdoor museum and everything should be treated like it when you go to an indoor museum you wouldn't steal artifacts from an exhibit in a museum so i don't know why i would not want to steal from here which is why they started it mm-hmm. um, they since stopped doing it because it's caused so much drama but supposedly Stopped doing it, like telling people that it's cursed. Yeah. I feel like the correct
0: thing is to continue to tell people that it's <laughs> cursed because then people are manifesting their own curses based on like knowing that they stole something that they shouldn't have. Exactly. That doesn't stop me from wanting to move the bowl and see the perfect circle of no dust under oh it. Oh my God. Yes. It would be so just satisfying the to park. see. <laughs> I could just pick it up, look under it and put it down. Yes. But yes. I wouldn't do that in an inside museum. So I'm not going to do it at the outside museum.
1: Mm-hmm. So. If you are affected by the Bodhi curse, you will have bad luck, health problems, and mysterious accidents. So it's become so well known from people who visit there um, that unfortunately it's triggered a lot of skeptics to want to take things home too. But Catherine Jones, who again works at the park, she says that almost every single time they go get their mail, there are envelopes with objects that are returned.
0: That's so crazy. With, a,
1: with letters from people who took them. And these letters cover all kinds of bad luck. There's accidents. There's car problems. There's medical issues. Some people have attributed people in their family getting cancer after taking things. Oh, from damn. Um, people losing their jobs. Um, and I have some of these letters because she shared them. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Because I feel like, well, that she shared
0: the letters. Because I feel like it sounds like something that's made up. Like... I like it's hard to believe that multiple people would steal and then have such negative effects that they would mail
1: the piece back. Mm-hmm. And um, I this um, I never visited this website before KQED, um, but I looked it up yeah. on, like the media bias. They said they're to be typically pretty reliable mm-hmm. and they're pretty, you know, they don't lean one way or another. I respect the time. that you looked it up on the media bias checker
0: because I live and swear by media bias check.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I'm like, hey, this isn't someone who just made up a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. because it's way too entertaining. Um, So here are some of the letters that she has received. Um, One came from, it looked like it was written by a child um, who was so terrified at the thought of removing anything that they even ended up sending back stuff they bought at the gift shop. (laughs) 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 This poor kid! (laughs) What happened to this child? I don't know. But here are um, a few... Quotes from some of the letters. This one says, Please find and close one weather beaten old shoe. The shoe is removed from Bodie in the August of 1978. My trail of misfortune is so long and depressing, it can't even be listed here. Jesus Christ. This next one says, how a child speaks. Well, no, the, now we're in like the regular letters. <laughs> um, and then next one says, you can have these godforsaken rocks back. I've never had so much rotten luck in my life. Please forgive me for ever testing this curse. The next one says, Sorry I took these glass pieces. I just thought they were pretty. But then all my fish died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they put the, f- the glass in the fish tank and oh then it God, was like, ura- or like radium glass. <laughs> it's, it's or act- uranium sorry, glass. it's
1: actually radioactive. Yeah. I
0: watched a TikTok, this is only related because glass, I watched a TikTok of somebody who collects beach glass the other day, and so like she went and she was like, yeah, I usually like don't pick up the browns and the clears because I have so many of them, um, and like for sea glass like those are kind of boring colors, but like she found like some bright yellows, some bright reds, some bright blue, sea glass, and sea glass is just glass that we throw in the ocean that gets like sanded down over oh, decades. Yeah, um, but sea glass can also be manufactured by like the sediment in the ocean and stuff, and like mm. depending on where it's from. So like depending where you are in the world, sea glass can be like sanded down glass that humans threw into the ocean or it can be created by whatever Earth's funky processes for making things because the Earth is terrifying Yes. but so she was like she picked up all of this glass and then she took it home and she organized it by color and then she used a UV light and she shined it over it and all of the yellow pieces, some of the blue pieces, some of the green pieces like she was shown bright because they were uranium glass Oh. and so she just like goes to the beach and she just finds a shit ton of uranium glass and she like makes artwork with it Is that safe? I mean, it's low enough doses that it's... Let me Google it really quick. (laughs) There is no recognized danger to handling or using uranium glass. According to the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission, October 11th, 2022, the level of radioactivity... Radioactivity varies by piece, ranging from less than 1% up to 25% by weight. Um, so, there's like, it's actually like a super popular hobby to collect r- uranium glass. So, people will like find it at like, they'll go to like Ooh, Goodwill so and thrift stores and stuff like that, and they'll bring a UV light with them. To see if the glass is uranium and they'll add it to their display case that has a UV light in it.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, super cool. Only related because they had glass. <laughs> and I was like, maybe it was uranium and they put it in the fish tank.
1: Anyway, more letters. And that is an educational rant brought to you
0: by Ritalin. <laughs> uh, Ritalin, Cassie, and TikTok. Um, we will include a picture of a uranium glass cabinet. Yes, yes, yes. It looks so cool. It's really cool.
1: So, I have two more letters. Um, the next one says, I'm sorry for picking these up. I love antiques and being a Christian. I felt so guilty taking these. Not to mention, on Tuesday, we got a flat tire and then my husband hit his head on a rock. It doesn't say what she returned.
0: What does what being a Christian have
1: to do with anything? <laughs>
0: being a christian i felt guilty for stealing but i did okay, it well, anyway I mean, because i'm a bad someone,
1: christian i mean also as someone who is raised like really religious like the guilt is there the guilt is strong for everything
0: i mean yeah but like <laughs> if you're if you know it's wrong don't do it why did you do it christian lady leave the rocks where they are why did it i was always, I was raised baptist yeah and then i was mormon for a while So like i understand like the guilt and the indoctrination and blah 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 blah, blah. but like if you know you shouldn't take it, just don't take it. I don't understand. I, What's I, the last letter? Let's, <laughs> let's read the last letter. The last one says... Can I, I read it? Yes. It's that
1: bullet <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> fuck! Is that the word? I think so. Okay. Huh? Fuck. Um, I send the... What the fuck does purloin mean? Hold on. <laughs> Fact check real quick. P-U... What a, what a word. <laughs> Why do people talk like this? Fucking nerds.
1: Purloin.
0: Perloin. Past tense. Purloined. Steal. Something. That's the definition.
1: Oh. Why couldn't you just say I stole something?
0: The stolen goods. It works just as well. Less weird of a word. Um, I send the purloined goods along with my deepest apologies to whatever spirit I have offended. I feel better already. Confession really is good for the soul. (laughs) This dramatic reading has been brought to you by Cassie. (laughs) Cass.
1: I love it. I love the fact that they just... We're going to make this up to try and stop people... And then it became like a real, a real thing. thing. The power of manifestation is it's, so real. It's <laughs> so good. It's
0: such an incredible tactic. to like. The fact that they got several items back this way is... They deserve a raise, truly. Yes. This needs to be the marketing.
1: It's like, I know there's probably like you know a whole like psychological thing like people know they're not supposed to take it so they're feeling guilty but part about of anyway. also like see my brain immediately went to so many people believe this their energy made the curse real yeah
0: <laughs> no for sure and it's like, like we talked about thinks. last week people with negative energy and like bad attitudes tend to have more tech issues because yes. of the crystal quartz
1: i was thinking about that and i was just like i think people just might be getting more frazzled but then someone who always gives me a hard time called and said both of my computers just had hard drive crashes i've literally never had that happen <laughs> (laughs) two computers that one person owns so you know what your energy affects the The things around you and
0: it's like and it's like when you talk to plants if you say mean things to them they grow less if you sing to them and say nice things to them they grow more yeah so like who says energy doesn't matter
1: i think people are like that too yeah More people should sing to me i agree actually no (laughs) no no i have a story (gasps) tell me before i get into the (sighs) conclusion
0: so customer work I call them. Hi, this is Cassie calling from blank, 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 blank. Your vehicle's done. Customer's like, oh, Kathy? Sure. <laughs> Kathy. Yeah, I'm Kathy. <laughs> oh, great, Kathy. I, I'll pick up vehicle at five. Will you be there? Yep, I'll be here. I live here. So like, great. I'm going to sing an Italian song to you. Okay, great. Can't wait. I'll see you later. Oh. And then I hung up the phone. I, in fact, could wait. And I was not excited for it. Oh, no. Thankfully, I left before the man got there. But I'm like, I think that he was trying to be sweet. So I'm not going to like rag on the man for like making a comment about singing an Italian song because like, I think he's from Italy and their culture is very different. Like they are much more like bombastic in their affections and like, like greeting and thanking people, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, very loud, very jovial in my, in my limited knowledge of the culture. Um but I was like, don't sing to me at work, dude. <laughs> the only Italian song I know is Bella Notte. Like, if it's not that, then I'm not even going to know what's going on. And I only know that because Lady in the Tramp. Yes. And might not even really be Italian. I don't know. I don't want you to serenade me at my job. This is some shit out of a John Cusack movie, but it's not. I don't want like- it.
1: If it was just like a friendly intention, I would love if someone came to sing to me at talent, but also 90% of my job is just people calling me when they have problems. Do you want
0: me to sing to you? Please sing. I can't sing well. (laughs) It's not gonna sound good. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie and hurt you. Thank you. I need you to hold my hand. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm perfect. I've been on such a Disney kick lately, and that was, like, out of a Disney movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you... Were you a big... Was it the Waverly Place fan? It was a
1: little after when I got out of Disney Channel, Mm -hmm. but I keep wanting to like rewatch some of those old Disney shows. I rewatched I watched it. all of Hannah Montana like twice during the pandemic. And that was like the only one I rewatched.
0: So I rewatched Hannah Montana before the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, I rewatched Wizards of Waverly Place. And Selena Gomez's character and her best friend um, have a song that they do whenever someone's wearing a hat to school. Aww. And it's the cutest thing. And I really want someone to do it with me. Um, can I sing you the song? Yes. Uh, Okay, so it goes, what's that? A hat, crazy, funky, junky hat, overslept, hair and sightly, trying to look like Kira Knightley. We've been there. We've done that. We see right through your funky hat.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: And they have like a little dance that goes with it that they do every time somebody's wearing a hat in a scene. And it's just, it's like so cute and so like precious and so like mid-aughts, like high schooler it. behavior. Um, and recently um, the actresses got together on TikTok and they did the dance together again uh-huh. um, after they had had a couple glasses of wine. Oh, amazing. And it's one of my favorite things to see, like, child actors from that time who have obviously been through trauma because none of the child actors were treated well. Yeah. Um, like, reconnecting as adults and still enjoying each other despite all the other things that they went through with the network. Yeah. So it just brought me a lot of joy. But so if you watch Wizards of Waverly Place, I just want you to think of me anytime you hear Aww. the... I sing you two songs today.
1: Aww. Uh, one I want to rewatch is uh, Lizzie McGuire, oh my uh, especially God. mostly because of how I met her father, because yeah. the, the reboot got canceled, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like she's really channeling Lizzie, and now they have like permissions, and they've used it, I think, once or twice mm-hmm. in her flashbacks when she was a middle school They used clips from Lizzie McGuire.
0: Is her name Lizzie in the show?
1: No, her name is Sophie. that. Oh. bummer. But still, but I love how Miranda's just, like, in the background and no one, like, mentions it. <laughs> I love
0: Miranda. Miranda was my favorite. I should have known I was queer sooner, honestly.
1: <laughs> so that is my story on Bodhi. So if you were to visit today, it is a ghost town. And it looks pretty much the same as it did when everyone left 50 years ago. Um, to preserve the ghost town in the atmosphere... There are no commercial facilities. You cannot get gas there. You cannot buy groceries there. But there is, you know, a bookstore and a gift shop um, where you can go inquire about daily tours. Um, they are open between March and October.
0: I wonder how boring that job is. Just to work in the, in the, the, gift the shop. desert and
1: see if someone's going to come today. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I, I feel like that... I wonder if they live out there like um, like Spring Mountain, like how the rangers live there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's something similar or if they yeah. just like station. But I feel like days. if
0: it's not that busy for several months out of the year, if you like, cause, well, the bookshop's not open all year, right? Well,
1: they close between, um, they close actually the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's very specific date um and then they reopen like Mm -hmm. mid-march but that's because it can tend to reach like sub-zero temperatures up there got it okay that makes sense it's mostly due to the so who
0: just has like a job for is it like a retired person who's just like yeah i'll hang out in the desert for well
1: because it is a state park now oh it's government government employees yeah
0: yeah so it's probably just like a park ranger working in the gift shop yeah they just get a bunch of knitting done
1: (laughs) hopefully in between customers not a coloring books
0: I mean, I feel like it would be really cool if you had, like, whoever's working in the gift shop or, like, working at, like, the tour stuff, like, in between jobs if they work on projects that are related to Brody. So, like, if they're, like, embroidering, like, a barn and then you can sell that oh. for $300. Cause it's, it's an embroidery of one of the barns of the ghost town or whatever. Like I think that would be like a really cool, unique piece of handmade art to add to the gift shop. This is saloon 47. Yeah. Like I just think that would be, and it's like a good way for that person to pass the time, but obviously you would need to pay the person who made the thing. And, but I think that would be like a cool, fun project. Yeah. That'd be fun. If I could just sit at my job and like cross stitch like different cars and then like sell the cross stitch with a car, I would do that. I would just sit at work and
1: cross stitch all day. There are restrooms. I am happy to announce. Okay, good. <laughs> they put them next to the parking lot. Although I can't imagine they're very clean. But absolutely not. But <laughs> it, it's it's not like last week where I was so horrified. I'm like, there's no restrooms. Couldn't be me. <laughs> At
0: least you have like a container to
1: use your butt stuff to to take your butt stuff. We're back to butts. Oh my god, butts. <laughs> <laughs> so my my new company is very very anti marijuana, and they were telling me that I had to take a drug test before they could finish my onboarding. Um, it had been a couple weeks, but then I was still just like, I gotta finish flushing out my system. So I was drinking like a gallon or two of water a day. And then since then, it's just like, I feel like I'm constantly dehydrated and I'm always in the bathroom.
0: Well, because you didn't. have to drink so much water yeah. to stay hydrated, especially it's getting warmer now. So you're going to have to drink even more water in the summer and then you just pee every 20 minutes. Yes. There was one, I went, I got home from work the other day and I went to the bath because my first thing when I get home from work is I like, go pee, I go to the bathroom. Cause like, I want to leave my job as soon as it turns six o'clock. Um, I love my job. Like I'm there for 10 hours a day. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get home, I go to the bathroom. So I go home, I go pee and I go out to the kitchen. I'm talking to Jacob for not even 10 minutes. And I was like, motherfucker, I have to pee again. Oh no. It's the worst. Who designed the human body? I have complaints. Our back, terrible, terribly designed. There's too much pressure on it. So stupid. Yeah. Anyway. Um, (laughs) I'm full of tangents
1: today. So even though like, the shop and the museum and everything is closed between October and November. It is open year round. Mm-hmm. But even if there's no one there, you still have to pay $8 per person at the kiosk. And exact change is required. Can you go around the kiosk? If you don't pay um, and a park ranger shows up and asks you for proof of purchase, then you get in big trouble for trespassing. Mm. It's eight bucks. Just pay
0: the charge. Just pay the eight bucks. If you have, I think we have we have like a state park access pass. Oh no ours is um national parks sorry we bought it when we went to zion they have like it's like 80 bucks for access pass for a year for national parks interesting
1: i realized just how close i am to be living to yosemite and i'm just like i feel like i should where is yosemite like central california oh nice so i'm just like i'm i really want to see the to redwood go. forest i think i think i'm close to that too but yes i want to go to are you um, getting a
0: web bedroom apartment what? You're getting a one bedroom apartment? Probably. We just get a comfy couch so I can come stay with you and visit the national parks. Yes. Cool.
1: <laughs> We're in the middle of everything. Perfect. Uh, where was I? Um, oh, so you still have to pay $8 per person, um, $5 if you have a child, um, and the guidebook is. Wait, for- you get a discount if you have no, a child? Your kid? child is $5. I'm oh. sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, I got some short friends. Like, <laughs> What qualifies as a child? It just as child. don't tell me i'm a child at heart right um and if you want a guidebook the guidebook's only three dollars and has a self-guided tour that's cool um camping is absolutely forbidden um you are allowed to take your dog but your dog is not allowed to go inside and your dog is not allowed in certain areas Mm -hmm. so maybe just don't take your dog yeah stop taking your dog everywhere it's really annoying um customers will show up to my job with their dogs and like why you're here for an oil change it was it was really annoying when i worked at target um because people be like it's a service animal and you're not allowed to ask me about it and i'm like you i dog am. just shot all over the floor i'm allowed to ask you two questions i'm also, allowed to ask
0: you is your dog a service animal and what task is it trained to do
1: exactly but people would get so upset about everything one lady walked in with like two giant pit bulls and four, and all i said was hi hey, welcome and she turned around and screamed, they're service animals and i'm just like your dogs are fighting each other they're not service animals I had a customer tell
0: me their dog was a service animal and the dog was like running all around their legs, was sniffing everybody, walking by, started barking at somebody else. And in my head, I'm like, I know that it's not a service dog.
1: It's like, I know people like I have,
0: and I know legally what I'm allowed to ask you as an employee. Is that a service animal? What task are they trained for? And if you cannot answer that question, I can't ask you to leave. Like, legally, that is your right as a business, and it's not invasive of questions, because I'm not asking, what is oh, your medical condition? So about it. And but it's, it's like, like, people with real service dogs will answer the questions, because they know yeah. those are the questions you're allowed to ask. They'll be like, my dog is an alert, a medical alert dog, they are trained to alert me and in- in certain instances of medical mm-hmm. episodes and it's like great that's an answer but like if you have, have somebody come in with an ESA or just a random dog they put a red vest on and it's like what is your dog what, what is the task your dog is trained to do they're emotional support that's not a service animal it's an ESA
1: yeah and it's like from the start, I don't care if you take your dog but especially at Target like people want to put them right in the baskets I'm like people put their groceries in there get your dog out of there you're not allowed to have your dog in the basket it's a no if it's a service animal it it needs to have a task it cannot be in the basket people would get so upset like so i have to carry it you're the one who brought it to the store motherfuckers like people fought that all the time it's like i have a friend who does have a dog um that needs to be with her because it can smell when she's about to have a seizure. So it's a medical so task. so wild to me that yeah, the dog can pick that up. Yeah,
0: so it's it's trained medical task in that situation is to alert her of an incoming seizure so she can sit down and make sure she's so, safe.
1: So, yeah, I feel so bad when, like, some places, like, now want to argue whether or not it's a service animal because you have all these assholes who think emotional support is a real service animal.
0: Yeah and this isn't me shitting on ESAs like if your animal provides you emotional support and it's something that you need and it's something that you had But if you take your unbehaved animal to the store because you don't want to be away
1: from it you're ruining it for everybody.
0: Yeah and it's like and you can't just your untrained animal that has bad behavior and bad social skills you can't just take them in public and be like it's a service dog because all that's doing is making it more difficult for real service animals that are having these issues. Somebody brought a peacock on a flight and said it's my service or it's my emotional support peacock peacocks are fucking ruthless dude oh my god
1: also i don't want to shop in a grocery store where your untrained animal just shot on the floor also like licking the groceries like Ew. no thank you also keep your dog out of the damn basket i don't want to put my fruit in a basket after your dog has Mm-mm. put its butt in it yeah no gross it's zero out of ten yeah, this went on a weird tangent, but anyway, that's the story of Bodie. Don't take anything from it. Do not. It's forbidden. Mm-hmm. And
0: don't bring your dogs unless they're medically trained alert dogs for a for a medical issue. Yes, real service dogs only. ESAs can stay at the hotel. Yes, or the Airbnb or wherever. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. And
1: that's Bodie, California. And our rant about service animals versus ESAs. Yay! Yay! Um, um, yeah, so thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> um, so we learned about Bodhi.
0: Yes. Um, and its curse. Ghost Town. Yes. Um, I, I was on one today. So thank you for listening to all my butt jokes. I feel like we didn't have that many butt jokes. There, it was heavy in the beginning, and then we closed out with the one <laughs> butt joke when we got back to the toilets. That's but true. like we came full circle. Yes. Just like butts.
1: Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> sticking with us. I figured out this far. Um, and you can follow us wherever you get your podcast at full scream ahead. You can also follow us on Instagram at full scream ahead or email
0: us any questions, comments, or personal stories at, to full scream ahead podcast at com. We also have a Facebook uh, page. That's full scream ahead podcast.
1: Yes. And then I'm hoping to get the website up either this week or next week, which I don't know. That's why I said last week, but because um, I wanted to include an episode list with links to where you can go like see how to visit these places. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I like way overcomplicated it and wanted to code my own app. And then I realized, no, that's not a thing I'm going to do. So now I'm just making an episode list. That would be a lot of effort. Yeah. That's, that's where my brain went. I I was like, I'm not using my computer science degree in the way I thought I would. Mm -hmm. And then for a moment I thought I would. And then I thought, ugh, no, too much effort. No, no, too much effort. (laughs) That's funny.
0: But Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Don't steal anything from Buddy. (laughs) You'll be cursed.